Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Happy Monday night. I hope you had a tremendous weekend. I hope you had a damn good Monday. And if you didn't, I'm going to try my best to help you out. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to try my best to have fun with you here over the next four hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you. Everybody all over North America. This is when the show gets started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. We got quite a lot to go through. First of all, it's Monday night. That means it's time for Monday night football. Unfortunately, the game is not all that interesting. Right now, the Baltimore Ravens lead the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome 17-3. I could have told you this game would have been crap, but I know it's going to be this bad. It's about eight minutes to go here in the third quarter, and obviously we'll keep you up to date as this game moves forward. The New Orleans Saints not necessarily playing for anything this year. I'm sorry. And the Baltimore Ravens trying to show that they are still one of the top teams in the AFC, looking to improve their record to 6-3. and three. We got to wait and see what happens, but I, I think we know how this game is going to end. Speaking of how a game would or should end, last night, Sunday night football, we had a very interesting matchup that went into overtime between the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Ultimately, the Chiefs came out on top. The, the Titans couldn't muster much of offense or anything. The defense kept them in the entire game. And next hour, we're going to be joined by someone who participated in that game. He was protecting Patrick Mahomes throughout the entire game. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, left tackle. Orlando Brown Jr. is going to join us next hour. And I'll definitely ask him about the game. I'm going to get his thoughts on protecting Patrick Mahomes. Lo and behold, when he started his career, uh, he protected Lamar Jackson. Obviously contrasting styles there. And so that'll be a fun conversation next hour as he's also working on something very, very good uh, for the community at large. The Rams, garbage. Tom Brady, still alive. Aaron Rodgers. Man, three interceptions, losing to the Lions. What a great embarrassment that was. The NBA, every single NBA team is in action tonight ahead of uh, election day tomorrow. And then also, this was, I guess this is the time of year. 
well, it's always a time of year. We had another NFL head coach get the boot today, that being Frank Reich. And now he's gone. And in his place, Jeff Saturday. Yes, the former center for the Indianapolis Colts. So we got a lot to do, a lot to discuss. If you want to holler at me, it's simple. We got a phone number here. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me. I'm on social media. That's JR Sport Brief. That's at JR Sport Brief everywhere. You know what the hell we were talking about if you followed me. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. How you doing, man? You good? Complaints, man. Always great to be with you, JR. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Thank you for asking. How was how was the marathon? Oh man. Uh it was it was interesting, JR. I'm I'm you know, my, let's just put it this way. I, yeah. I understand and have more sympathy for those that are elderly in this country because I now know what it's like to actually feel pain doing those simplest things on earth. So anyone who thinks that the elderly have too much time on their hands, just know they need all that time more often than not just to be able to make a simple moving function with their physical body. Bottom line is you're sore. Oh, I'm sore. Okay, cool. Well, let's try to keep your movements to a minimum here, okay? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point, JR. I mean, the, the, the unfortunate thing is wow. uh, when you're in New York City, uh, yeah. you can't afford to do that because, let's be honest, if you live in New York City, unless you have $5,000 you can pay per month, you have to have an f- apartment that is stair-related, not elevator-based, and not to mention the fact that nobody moves for anybody else. So you're basically it's, well, uh, all men and women for themselves. You're in the studio right now. I'm good now, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's only my four point. hours a day. Yeah, but that's my point. You're in the studio now. Let's try to keep you as stationary as possible. Well, I ain't going anywhere. Well, good. You sitting, you standing, what you're doing? I'm, I'm, no, I. when I'm working the JR Sport Brief, I don't sit. There's no sitting involved I, in your program. It is I, all standing and moving parts, and hell no, I ain't sitting. You can put your ass in the chair today, man. Make no, you feel no, better. no, no. No, it doesn't work like that. You and I both know that. That's, that is, that's unfair to your show, and that's unfair to the listenership. I will never do that as long as I'm behind this mic on the JR Sport Brief show. Have a seat? Seat, no. has, seat has wheels and there's computers you can move. No, but but I mean, uh, Jr. There's a lot of moving yeah. parts to your your, your program, I and I love there's, it. I, that's the way I love it. I, I can't the, sit for this show. I know. There's the phone. There's the computer. I mean, cutting cutting audio, phone, computer. I yeah. could I could take you. I could do a whole show on the Jr. Sport Brief show. I ain't gonna yeah, do that. You need a you're like a you're like a human octopus, man. Pretty much, it. yeah. Well, we appreciate you here, Shep, and, and congratulations on on going through the marathon. Uh, you know, doing something that that most of us ain't doing. And so kudos to you on that for going out there and pushing yourself. I appreciate you for even being here as well, my man. We got a lot to do, as I mentioned, over the the next four hours. And this was was interesting news to, to hear about today. Not necessarily the firing of Frank Reich, but who replaced him? Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles when they won that Super Bowl, thank God, when they won that Super Bowl against Tom Brady. He then, like most people, goes from an offensive coordinator job, and then he ups his game, and he becomes a head coach in the league. And good for him. He inherits Andrew Luck, who then decides that he doesn't want to pee blood anymore and get beat to a pulp, and so he retires. And so since... 
Andrew Luck decided to stay home with his Ivy League education, God bless him, the Indianapolis Colts have been looking for a QB. They still haven't found that man. They've gone from Jacoby Brissett, who's basically holding down the fort right now until Deshaun Watson comes back. They went to Phillip Rivers. They went to Carson Wentz, thinking that the relationship between Frank Reich and Carson Wentz would yield a, a few more victories. It didn't work. I mean, especially at the end of the season when they were looking for some victories and they got embarrassed by the Jaguars. More recently, they decided to bring in Matt Ryan, and then they benched him. Sam Ellinger, they said, hey, Rook, go out there and play. You never played a game in your life. Go get it. And I guess yesterday was just the last straw. The Indianapolis Colts lost to the Pats 26-3. to That good old, well, not good old, that maniacal, pain-in-the-ass, old man, torture chamber, Bill Belichick just tortured the young quarterback. The Indianapolis Colts now suffered their third straight loss. A couple of weeks ago, they fired their offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady, and that was basically a precursor because Frank Wright got the boot today. And Jeff Saturday is in his place, yes. They didn't promote anyone existing on the staff. They didn't hand the reins over to someone in the room. They decided to add Jeff Saturday, who I did not know was consulting for the Indianapolis Colts. But like most of you, I wouldn't know what Jeff Saturday was doing if he wasn't running his yap on ESPN. And I got no problem with Jeff Saturday. I just know him as the dude who would always snap the ball of Peyton Manning. 13 years in the NFL, a six-time Pro Bowler, famous for being the battery mate with Peyton Manning. And he was able to translate that into television? He's cool. But to see that he got the job made me just go, what? And it's an interim job. It's a hold-down-the-fort-right-now job. There's no guarantee that he'll have the job next season. And so Jim Ursay, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, he decided to do something that most of us do. Stick with what's familiar. Jeff Saturday was already consulting with the team. He's in their ring of honor. He might as well be Mr. Colt. And now he has an opportunity to go out there and coach a team that is three- Five and one. And what are they playing for? Absolutely nothing. Jim Ursay letting go of Frank Reich, knowing that the team is hot trash right now in November. He spoke to the media and he said, Yes, this day sucks for the Colts. It's a very difficult and tough day because I told Frank, you know, I was hoping Chris and him and I. You know, we're going to grab that Lombardi trophy together someday and and, and, and have that thing and, and celebrate. But this is, you know, this league um, is tough and, and, and things change. Yeah, things change every day. People get hired, people get fired, people get here, they're there, they get the boot. It's a cutthroat business. 
Dan Campbell had the fire, I believe, his defensive backs coach last week. Oh, I and mean, how about that? They, they beat Aaron Rodgers. Good for them. The NFL is here to chew you up and spit you out. You better not get that job and think that you're going to hold on to it forever because somebody's going to come through and take it from you. There are very few Tom Brady's. There are very few Bill Belichick's. There are very few Andy Reid's. Everybody moves. Everybody. Belichick, throughout the course of his career, has had to move. Andy Reid, despite his success, he's had to move. Tom Brady, around long enough, has had to move. And these are guys who last in 20 years. The average NFL career is, what, three to four years. You better be prepared to have a job, to live in a hotel one day, and get going the next. Frank Reich just signed an extension with the Indianapolis Colts. And he's gone. And someone who has zero coaching experience in the NFL, I mean zero experience, Now he gets the job. Jeff Saturday, he spoke to the media as well a few hours ago. And this is when he said that he learned that he was a candidate for the job. Yeah, shocked would be an understatement, right? Shocked would be an understatement. So, uh, yeah, we we had the conversation, and it it escalated quickly. He he asked me, um, my wife Karen, and, and, you know, he said, hey, will you go have a conversation with your wife and make sure that, you know, she's on board? Oh. Better go talk to that wife. Happy wife, happy life. That's what they say, right? I have no idea. I'm not married. That's what I heard. Obviously, he spoke to his wife and she was in favor. I won't mention the guy in Tampa. (laughs) But the fact is, Jeff Saturday is here. And what the hell do you do next? The offensive coordinator of the squad got fired last week. You're replacing the, the, the head coach who, damn it, he was the, the offensive coordinator for a team that won a Super Bowl. And what are you going to do, Jeff Saturday? I mean, who the, who the hell is going to be calling the plays? I haven't made a decision yet, but I've interviewed guys, and I'm going to continue to interview guys on the staff and going through that. And uh, y'all have, I'll, I'll decide something this evening, but it's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm drinking from a fire hydrant a little bit. So we're just, you know, we're, we're trying to meet with everybody, you know, get this done. And then, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue that part. Oh, what a hot shot situation this is. Drinking from a fire hydrant. What is he going to do? I mean, for the next bunch of games, is this is this supposed to be uh, hands-on experience? Is he supposed to learn something? Is Sam Ellinger still going to be the the quarterback of this squad? Is there going to be a injection of talent into this team as well, or is Jeff Saturday just going to show up and turn things around with his voice? It sounds like a crap show. Unless the Indianapolis Colts can get some talent into the building, I don't, I don't know what's going to change. And even Jeff Saturday, he's not stupid. He knows. People like me expect them to suck. 
here's a great part about my career. I came in, nobody expected anything. I'm here, nobody expects anything. If it goes well, hopefully it'll go extremely well. But I have no uh, preconceived notion that I'm going to be some spectacular anything. I know I got to work hard, and uh, I'm you know I'm auditioning not only for this one, but for for 31 others, just like everybody else in this game. And and make no mistake, man, the job is win. Oh well. Now, I don't know if that's – that ain't – well, I know. That ain't happening this year. Let's throw that out the window. I guess he finds this to be a situation where he can get his feet wet. I guess just Jeff Saturday, he doesn't want to sit on television on ESPN. He wants to be back on the field. He wants to be on the sidelines. He wants to be – he wants to be a coach. And now he is a coach. And he has a chance, he has an opportunity to get his feet wet and I guess on-the-job experience for a team that will go nowhere. He's 47 years old. He's likable from a television perspective. That's not to say that the players will, will like him or care for him. He'll have to do it out on the field, in the locker room, communicating with them in the classroom. And let's be real, they don't, they don't have the talent to do so right now. Not the win. The running game is supposed to be their bread and butter, and Jonathan Taylor is hurt. Matt Ryan can't move. Ellinger is, is wet behind the ears. But this is a great introduction for Jeff Saturday. At the same token, it can be very unfair for other head coaches who are you know, looking for their shot, looking for their opportunity. Jim Ursay. For all of the negativity surrounding the team over the past 24 hours, for all the negativity surrounding the team since the beginning of this season, and damn it, the negativity since they've been trying to find a quarterback since luck, somehow, someway, the billionaire owner, he's found a reason to be optimistic. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right, that means... In the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Bruh. Peyton Manning ain't here. Andrew Luck ain't here. Who cares what y'all been doing since the year 2000? It's 2022. You've been looking for a quarterback. You've had Frank Reich has had like five quarterbacks over five years. You want to tell me about the year 2000 or the past 20 years? Tell me about the past five. Since Andrew Luck said, I've had enough, y'all are in the same boat as everybody else. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. You're looking for a quarterback to take you into the future. We know it's not Matt Ryan. We know it's not Sam Ellinger. And you might have just given Jeff Saturday a job he may not be the guy into the future as well. In the NFL, you either have a quarterback or you're looking for one. The Indianapolis Colts, they're in the ladder. And Jeff Saturday being here, well, he ain't making no difference the rest of this season. And I'd venture to say, Jim Ursay, he's probably going to keep him into next season as they start to develop and try to find that QB. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 
We're going to take a break. Phone lines are open if you want to give me a holler. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, hiring Jeff Saturday, bringing him in, no experience, it ain't fair. But life isn't fair, especially in the NFL. I'm going to take your calls on this Jeff Saturday hiring with the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You'll get an update on Monday Night Football. We're just getting started. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Jeff Saturday being named the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. It came out of left field. Frank Reich shown the door, even though he just signed a contract extension in this team that has only three wins and has suffered three straight losses is still hunting for a quarterback. And until you find that QB, everybody is typically on the chopping block. And so Jim Ursay not wasting any time bringing in a familiar face, someone who he trusts. Jeff Saturday, former Colt, he's in the ring of honor. He's a television broadcaster for ESPN covering all things NFL. And he's also a consultant to the squad. And so not wasting any time, he brings in a voice that he trusts to take this team the rest of the way. And I will presume he's going to be the head coach into the future. Now, there were a lot of folks, including myself, who looked at this and just said, same old NFL. You're bringing in someone who doesn't have any experience. You're, you're bypassing individuals who might, you know, maybe have more experience to have or get or receive a job. And he just hands it to someone who he trusts. And this is normal. This is typical. This is what people do, right? You have a job. You have an opportunity. You want to share it with someone who you know. Gus Bradley is certainly on the staff. He didn't have the greatest of tenures, a pretty terrible tenure with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He didn't hire him. He's going outside to to blow things up. And so the NFL also shared that the Rooney rule isn't applicable here where you have to, you know, just by happenstance interview minority candidates because he's an interim coach. In the process of going into the offseason, the Colts will still have to go ahead and and interview a minority coach. But the fact is, what are they going to do? Just check a box to do so. And so this is this is nothing but another another example of something that we know is crap. And that's the Rooney rule. The, the spirit of it doesn't necessarily exist, and and nepotism pretty much. Runs wild. Jeff Saturday might as well be Ursay's son. 855 212 4CBS. 
That's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is calling from California. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, JR? Um, so you hit it on the head with that Gus Bradley move. What about John Fox? What about Bubba Ventrone? 17 years. I mean, you're bypassing these guys. And remember, the last interim head coach that Ursay hired was none other than Bruce Arian. And he went on to have a very successful NFL career, right? Won a Super Bowl, all that stuff. So it, it's to me just – and there's a lot of owners – that are kind of like this in the NFL, I kind of look at Ursay as more of like a Jerry Jones, like he has no idea what he's doing. Um, and, and this, to me, is a move that you can't justify hiring him. I understand, you know, their offense is, is terrible right now. You know, 0 for 14 on third down last week. It's only been done three times in the last, like, 10 years, right? Second worst rushing attack in football. Last year it was second best. Everyone thought Matt Ryan was going to come in. These are not moves that are Frank Reich moves. These are Ursay moves. So he's the one that is bringing in the wrong talent. And the more you say, I mean, that, that conference he had today was just, I, I picked it apart. I mean, the fourth most wins, who cares? I mean, your team is an absolute laughing stock right now. After all these moves in the offseason, we're supposed to pay out with Matt Ryan. Did you think Matt Ryan was going to work out? You're asking me, did I think an aging quarterback going to uh, a run-heavy team was going to work? The answer is no. Same. Um, I feel the same way. So, But, hey, you know, um, me and you are both not a GM. But it's like Reich is definitely going to get another job in the NFL. He will, most definitely. Well, the he, he, he has he – has and thank you, Mark, for calling from California. The man has experience. The man helped coach an offense – to the Super Bowl, and he won. That's why he got a job. And so he's going to start off probably, likely, as an offensive coordinator somewhere. Is it a guarantee that he gets another head coaching job or shot or opportunity? Uh, I I wouldn't say that's a given or something that they're just going to roll out the red carpet to bring him in as a head coach. But the fact is we can look at, at his staff. This is his coaching staff. If you look up and down the Colts' coaching staff, there's a lot of experience, yes. John Fox is there as a senior defensive assistant. You've seen his time with the Carolina Panthers. He's also contributed to many teams, including the New York Giants. That man ain't trying to be no head coach unless he has to babysit. There are other former players. Kevin Mawai. Kevin Mawai, many years with the New York Jets as their center. He's been on many interviews over the past several years. Reggie Wayne is the wide receivers coach. You're not necessarily going to throw him the job, right? What, what's the difference between Reggie Wayne and Jeff Saturday? Well, one is closer friends with the owner. And so Jeff Saturday jumps over a lot of people because he's buddies with the guy who owns the team. That's how it works, right? That's how life works, isn't it? Doesn't mean it's always fair, but that's how things go. And so you can typically understand when, when people get frustrated or they're upset when they are busting their ass and they don't even quote-unquote get a look because somebody else is a friend or somebody else is sitting in a position or seat of power. And that's the part that sucks. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. But it stinks either way. It's the JR Sport Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, speaking of 
something that stinks. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. The man played against the Detroit Lions and stunk the joint up. It was a joy to watch. Oh, yeah, and that Tom Brady guy, he's the opposite. He was almost going to be in the same boat as Rodgers, a loser. And he did the same thing that he always does. He came back and won. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk about that on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exactly when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football. Oh, I'm getting ready to tell you how boring and crappy it is. It's got worse. Yeah, it is a, the, the Ravens just intercepted, like, I think it was a tip pass. The Ravens currently lead the Saints 20-6. to There's about eight minutes left in this game, and now that the Ravens have the ball back again, maybe they could just uh, – no, run this sucker out. Oh, certainly a tip pass. Andy Dalton tip pass and uh, intercepted by, I believe, uh, Justin Houston. Got his hands on the ball. And uh, maybe maybe the Ravens can just go on one gigantic drive to finish this sucker out. But that's not going to be the case. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When the game comes to a close... We'll share with you some of these highlights, and then also you'll hear from some of the important people, probably Lamar Jackson, maybe Justin Houston, and I'm sure, I don't know. Does anybody want to hear from Andy Dalton? Probably not. But. I was about to ask you, so it's just a Ravens postgame show, essentially, right? Yeah, who wants to? Anybody that's related. I'm sorry. I, I was just in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago. I went to the Saints game when they took on the Cincinnati Bengals, and – I love the Saints. I love New Orleans. But this year, there's nothing interesting about the team. Absolutely nothing. It's like they're just existing to play football. Unfortunately, the Saints are in that space where Jameis is not going to be the guy because they got Andy Dalton out there playing. And there's no more Jameis. His whole body is hurting. He's been off of the injury report now for, I believe, a week or two. They just running Andy Dalton out there, and and Michael Thomas is hurt. There's a lot. We're gonna we're gonna get into that. The Saints are in unfamiliar territory. Yeah, Drew Brees is gone, folks. Sean Payton is gone, folks. And this is a brand new start. I'm not calling the Saints the Aints, but they're rebuilding. Jr. Yes. I got two words for you, Dennis Allen. He might get the boot, too. What well, were the Saints thinking and hiring this guy, J.R.? Well, well, we'll we'll get into that. Okay, good. 
we we got a we got a lot of time to to talk about this nonsense, but we'll get there. Speaking of uh, another team that's not on a good sense, and they still have their quarterback. That happens to be the Green Bay Packers. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback coming off of another MVP trophy or yeah, well, award, I should say. And the team sucks. It's the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They fall to three and six. They lost to the Lions, the two and six Detroit Lions, 15 to nine. The Green Bay Packers couldn't muster more than nine points. Aaron Rodgers, a career high, three interceptions. Two of these suckers came in the end zone. Aaron Rodgers, the team is so pathetic, or I should say the Packers were so pathetic that Aaron Rodgers led the team in rushing with 40 yards. A.J. Dillon had 34. Aaron Jones, he had 25. And I believe Aaron Jones is now also hurt. And the Packers stink. And this is not so much about the Packers. I ain't got no problem with them, but I'm actually happy that Aaron Rodgers is in a toilet. All that talking, all that yapping, all that yakking that he's done over the past several years, he's just become a gigantic pain in the ass. And so to see him sign a new $50 million contract and basically stink, it's like, hey, man, you deserve this. Sure, he goes home and he counts his money. God bless him. But on the football field, absolutely miserable. He spoke after the game. And uh, just take a listen to what he sounded like. We will truly be underdogs for many games moving forward. Hopefully we can embrace that. We have two games at home. we got to go win those two games in a week. And then this thing looks a little different. This is uh, a lot of life lessons for sure this year. Um, but luckily it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. We'll be counted out probably by many. And we'll see how we respond. Yeah, as you should. And you shouldn't care who's counting you out, me. You shouldn't care. Go out there and compete. Go out there and try to win. You're three and six. The Green Bay Packers can go on a run, right? I don't think they have the talent to do so. Rashawn Gary just went down, one of their key defenders. We know offense is a big issue and a gigantic problem for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is looking for somebody to throw the rock to. That's not going to change. It appears that the Packers did try to make a trade during the deadline to bring in a wide receiver, but didn't work out. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers reportedly had conversations to bring in Chase Claypool, but the Steelers thought that, hey, y'all, y'all aren't going to be as bad as the Bears. Let me go ahead and, and trade them there. Well, if Claypool did go to the Packers, they probably would be a better squad. And so Aaron Rodgers, oh, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. Loser. $50 million this year. $50 million next year. $50 million a year after that. Guten Kunst and the Packers, they, they liking this? We got to pay this guy $50 million for the next several seasons and for us to suck? You should have just let that guy go, huh? Here, take your MVP and walk out the door. Hilarious. 855-212-4CBS. That is 855-212-4CBS. 
Zach is calling from Massachusetts. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, Zach, you're live. Zach isn't live, so we don't have to worry about Zach. Aaron Rodgers is on one end of the spectrum, the loser end. That was an early game. To see Aaron Rodgers lose to the Lions was pretty cool. The afternoon game, I was pretty much waiting on the same. This go-round, it was Tom Brady. The Buccaneers were taking on the Rams. Tom Brady has yet to beat the Rams while being a member here of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And at this point, every time Tom Brady steps out onto the field, he's basically out there to, to break a new record. He's, he's adding to the history books just by breathing air on the football field. And so what happened? It was a Tom Brady comeback against the Rams. This game was boring. It was ugly. It was sloppy. There were drops. It was an ass whooping. It was just terrible to watch. The only thing to see in this game is whether or not the Bucs were going to come back, and they did. Tom Brady, his 55th game-winning drive, extending an NFL record when it comes down to game-winning drives. He beats the Rams for the first time ever as a member of the Bucs, and he's also now the first player ever to pass for 100,000 yards. Whoop-de-doo. These are the type of things that will happen when you when you play like your father Abraham. Hey, Shep, how long did Abraham live? A couple hundred years? I mean, it's the Old Testament, so you got to figure what? A thousand, maybe? A thousand years. He lived to a thousand. I exaggerate, but, but longer than he actually did in the Bible. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Tom Brady might as well be football Abraham. This guy is playing football forever. Well, Let him know, go you, out. Know, you know the joke here, right? What is it? willing to sacrifice their son oh my god sorry that was abraham yeah oh no well, Not but, what, but you know god didn't god tested abraham ultimately right. did not go through with it ah what was the kid's name david no uh isaac isaac okay i'm mixing up my bible folks there's a lot, there, there's a lot of uh, characters in the bible in all fairness oh my goodness this the, abraham had nothing to do with the burning bush did he <laughs> you and I both very well know that was Charlton Heston, also known as uh, Moses. Oh, see, I'm mixing it up. I just know Abraham had many sons, and he lived for a very long time. Tom Brady has many sons. Well, you got three boys, two boys. Believe two, uh, one boy from the previous marriage from right. Bridget, and then one two. from Giselle, and then a daughter from Giselle. Really? He yes. only has three kids. I'm pretty sure. I know he has the little girl. I know he has the. So I guess it is two boys. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, three three kids is enough. Tom Brady has many sons, and he's old as hell playing in the NFL. Why not have 100,000 yards? And so for one day, Tom Brady feels good. Tom Brady doesn't walk up to the podium looking absolutely miserable, even though he had to throw a game-winning touchdown to a guy named Cade Otten. At nine seconds left, Cabe Otten, is, I think that's the guy's name. This is who Tom Brady is playing with at 45 years old. He could have went home, but he's not. He's throwing touchdowns to guys you've never heard of. He's not Gronkowski. And so Tom Brady still having to do all the work. 45 years old. 58 
passes just to try to come back and win this game. When you love something, you really love it. The Bucks are now 4-5. and five. And uh, Tom Brady, this is a, this is a real uh, short situation here that sums up what the win meant to him yesterday. That was awesome. That was f***ing awesome. Aw, that's nice. The Bucks are four and five. The NFC South absolutely stinks. And so they're still alive. They, they were never in the toilet. There was always a possibility that they would come back. And, and meanwhile, here in Georgia, I know I have a lot of my friends. They should be used to this by now. The Falcons choke. They blow a lead. They were leading 10-0 against the Chargers, the Falcons were. And even at the end of the game, they, they had a fumble. They fumbled the recovery for the fumble, and they basically allowed the Chargers to set themselves up for a game-winning field goal. It's the most Falcons thing ever, choking a game away. Well, the Falcons stink. Their offense is just, they, they can run the ball, but they can't throw it anywhere. The Panthers stink. The Saints are currently trying to play football here against the, the Ravens. They stink, or excuse me, yeah, they stink. They stink some more. Ravens just scored a touchdown. It's about to be 34-6. to six. And so, yeah, sure. Tom Brady having a bad year? The Bucks are going to be fine. I think they'll lose at the end of the season, though. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Not everybody's on the quote-unquote losing side. Not everybody is Aaron Rodgers right now. Not everybody is sub-500 like Tom Brady. Not everybody stinks like the Indianapolis Colts, who just got their new head coach, Jeff Saturday. There are some teams that are winners. What about those Chiefs? What about those Astros? What about those Georgia Bulldogs? When we come back, we're going to look at some winners. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 